0: All right, y'all, it's Valley of Dreams. I am Daniel, joined here, as always, by Phil. Phil, how on earth are you doing today?
1: Hey, Daniel. I'm doing really well, (laughs) which is pretty normal for me. Mm -hmm. I just ate some very tasty, good Thai food, and I'm drinking a huge tall boy of kombucha.
0: What are the uh, specifics on this Thai food?
1: It was don't know the name of it. It was in the refrigerator kay. and was left unnamed Locally by sourced. my yeah unnamed by the um, my roommates mm, and mm-hmm. no name on it, <laughs> no branding on it. So I said, you know what? This has been in here for a couple of days. Yep, it's mine now. Time's come. But it was noodles. It was a uh, flat kind of okay. what you would eat with like a chicken and noodles type of noodle. But gotcha. yeah, it, was gotcha. it
0: was good. Gotcha. Gotcha. Where are you at? Um, I'm good, man. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm ready to do this valley of dreams. You know, I've had my cereal, some delicious sorghum with a bunch <laughs> of blueberries in it. I'm on my uh, you know thousandth cup of coffee or so for the day, drinking out of my Richard Nixon mug and just uh, enjoying life. You know, the weather here is buck wild crazy all over the place. Apparently, it's going to be uh, pretty warm today. It was cold yesterday. That's just that Texas life that we are living. Everyone out there, you are listening, of course, to Valley of Dreams. I am Daniel, joined here with Phil. You know, a lot of people, when they think of Valley of Dreams, they go to the hot food commentary, they think lifestyle, they think tech. But when you drill down, when you ask people what really matters, why do they take the time out of their busy day to spend a few moments with our podcast? The answer every single time is the same it's the quick draw lightning round segments <laughs> today on the quick draw lightning round segments. Issue number one, are birds real? There is a meme phenomenon, both on the internet, on the TikToks, probably on other social mm-hmm. media networks. I'm not really aware of it. Uh, it's also popping up on billboards in the streets of our nation this question of whether or not birds are real, apparently a young man repping either Memphis or Arkansas, possibly both, I've known that to be done. A young man repping both in Memphis and Arkansas has started this movement, which claims accurately or inaccurately unclear that birds back in, I believe the eighties were all murdered by the cia and replaced by drones i'm always when i hear the question whether birds are real personally i always gravitate to the issue of whether they're just dinosaurs and whether the bird terminology is a little misleading but this guy has sort of a different tack on it and i respect it you know i uh, i might even wear the gear or someone to send me some of the gear phil where are you at with this question are birds real I think it's
1: amazing <laughs> that it is 2021 and we mm. still don't know Yeah <laughs> I don't think we I don't think anybody really knows I've heard that birds <laughs> charge on the power lines so yeah, when you see yeah. a bird on a power line what it's doing
0: is charging up I've heard that and many people are saying that
1: Many people are saying that, and I have a feeling that um, it just it all—all all the facts and my observations line up—that okay. they are probably drones.
0: Okay, okay. So the take-home point here is: it's neat that after, geez Louise, how long have humans walked this earth? Quite a long time. After all of this time, we still do not know whether birds are real. And in fact, maybe it's switched up even during our own lifetimes. Issue number two. I like that was a, we really (laughs) nailed that conversation. I mean, I can keep going.
1: If we want to keep going on the birds aren't real uh, topic, I can
0: definitely keep going. I I like Um, no, no discussion of the (laughs) the criticism of conspiracy theory culture. No, just, no. We just we blew straight through it. We got to the heart of the matter. Well,
1: I don't know. Yeah, what else, we got? Well, I'll just go back. the The heart of it for me is people just don't know. They don't. <laughs> they, their whole everybody's whole thing these days right. is just I don't know. Right. Right. I don't right. know. Well, who Anything could say could be true? Who yeah. could say it could yeah. be true? Yeah. I've never cut open a bird and looked inside to find its camera and little battery. I don't right, know.
0: Right. right.
1: Um, or just like, I don't even know if there are is power in power lines. What's a power line? That's an They're interesting not point.
0: That's an interesting point.
1: <laughs> I think birds are powering our houses. I think birds are little energy sources. And when they clip They're onto the lines, that's, that's where the power comes from. I mean, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's 2021. Uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Right. Truth is gone. I was I was watching some of the TikToks, some of the birds aren't real TikToks. And there was one where the guy, the main birds aren't real guy, is posted up with his birds aren't real van. And someone has <laughs> called the police on him. And the, the cop comes up and he's like, have you ever been turkey hunting? And the guy's like, no, I haven't been turkey hunting. And the cop says, well, I've been turkey hunting and... I sliced that (laughs) turkey up and it was delicious. And Uh the the Birds Aren't Real guy says, yeah, the government is great (laughs) at creating fake meat. Have you ever heard of Beyond Meat? That's what the government (laughs) does.
1: That's exactly what we do. And I mean, let's all be real. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no way. Let's just, just think about it. There's no way there's enough Chickens and turkeys in the world to supply the amount of chicken being eaten. You know, it's just like, no, oh, we're growing the Speaking of meat Arkansas,
0: and, man, I don't know. We're just growing I, the meat. I know you've spent some time in Northwest Arkansas and you've seen those chicken habitats.
1: Ah, I haven't. I, couldn't, haven't. I couldn't say. I couldn't really? say. <laughs> they're, 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 those are staged. Those are just, those are sound stages.
0: You are listening fiction. to Valley of Dreams. It's the Quick Draw segment, famous for our incisive commentary on the ironic memes of the day. Issue number two, and you kind of previewed this a little <laughs> bit with your discussion earlier. What food is hot right now? And when I say hot, BT dub, I mean hot in sort of the Paris Hilton 19th Paris Hilton 2005, meaning of hot. I don't mean warm or at a sort of elevated temperature, just to clarify. What food is hot right now?
1: Olives and sorghum.
0: (laughs) Olives are so great. Have you had any more of those olives?
1: Yeah. We got a very large box full of different flavors. Where did you uh, get the variety pack?
0: Where did you get the box?
1: Ah, I, I think it's just the olives website,
0: and uh, this
1: it, yeah. little baby that I've got—he's about to turn—he's uh, about to turn a new age too. But he wow. loves to eat olives. A, an eleven-month-year-old really? ba- or eleven-month baby, <laughs> this eleven-month <laughs> baby loves olives. Eleven-year-old—it doesn't matter um, what kind of olive it is, he wants it. Are they salty
0: at all? I feel like a baby. Some would of eat them olives.
1: No, he's a little Brian King. He loves a Brian. He's <laughs> Prince of Brian. A Brian King. Does he, what's a his tooth Lord. game like? He got a molar. Wow. Yeah. A big old, I thought it was a like an internal sore or something, but mm. no. <laughs> a mouth sore. But turns out it was a okay. big heart molar.
0: <laughs> okay. So you're going with olives. Yeah. Um, and what else did you say? Takis?
1: sorgo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> No, I don't know what, what's hot right now in the food, food world. I know that it's starting to turn to the point where people are, I think, making fun of hot sauce and making fun of steak and meat prep to the point where they're like Just... mixing the two together for like parody purposes. If, are you following this at all? Like maybe ah. hot sauce has gone and flipped over to being kind of like, oh, that's played out.
0: I've been thinking a lot about steak recently. That's I being played out? Um, in its own way, yeah. So I personally love a good steak. Maybe not a huge steak. I feel like often you get a steak and it's just too big to actually eat the entire thing. Um, mm. But I've been thinking about You know, the whole steakhouse phenomenon positions this dead cow as this luxury item, right? Which it used to be, you know, go back 50 years and dead cow actually is a luxury item. I find it kind of fascinating that, you know, now, of course, dead cow is incredibly easy, corn fed. Dead cow is incredibly easy to access. The price point is pretty low. And yet, the sort of experience of going to a steakhouse remains a luxury experience. That to me is actually kind of interesting. I was thinking that we might be better off if it was a, you know, it really was a luxury experience, if we actually could not access this level of steak in our day to day lives. And just once a month had to go out, white tablecloth. Once, a, table month. Cloth, <laughs> once <laughs> a month. Had
1: to go out,
0: <laughs> <laughs> white tablecloth and do the whole thing. I, where are you at on that?
1: I'm, I'm right there with you. I think I, I've gotten to the point because I delayed child rearing or mm. delayed having a kid for so long. Wait, that is I became that right? Very, yeah. You did? Oh yeah,
0: man. Well, what's up I mean, with me? Okay,
1: S- some of these people are having
0: babies. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> way younger than. Yeah, there's me. some.
0: We know some adult babies by this point,
1: right? And it's it. I've gotten so used to, um, being like, oh, I can just go anywhere, do anything at any yep. time before yeah. this baby, and so it g- kind of was like, okay, well, a, going and getting a nice meal somewhere right. is just like part of entertainment the normal entertainment like menu of what's going on yeah yeah and there's just like nothing special about about it anymore which is so horrible i'm gonna i'm gonna get roasted (laughs) in the comments
0: but (laughs) um, i mean it's kind of interesting right i mean the and i don't did you all go out to dinner and stuff when you were a kid was that a thing
1: no when you said once a month on the, the white, <laughs> they're like once a month. When I was little, I'm pretty sure it was like uh, never a
0: semi annual year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like never
1: once or year. twice a year. Right. It'd well, be like, goes oh, a... it your birthday. It's your birthday. Yeah. It would be a birthday. Steakhouse. On your birthday.
0: Yes. Huge steakhouse. <laughs> you want a steakhouse? or seven. You have all your teeth. Oyster bar. Yeah.
1: Were so it's an
0: oyster bar? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah what oyster bar were you doing where were you, you talking about? about
1: no I'm just I'm just saying like I don't know what what are, what are things that people think are fine and it's like when you were when I was little
0: mm.
1: I don't know that they were flying in freshly caught oysters to Indianapolis, Indiana
0: no they I don't think they were
1: I don't think they were but now it happens like every morning there's yeah somebody being like I got the fresh fresh oysters. You can have, you can be in a com- the most landlocked state on the planet, except for you know that little sliver of
0: right, right. Oh Michigan man, yeah. I was like- watching this this interview with Freddie Gibbs, where it was with uh, Willie D and Scarface from the Ghetto Boys, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, we just had." Um, oh man. I can't. There's there's an actor who's from uh, Indianapolis, a comedian. I can't think of his name right now. They're like Michael oh, Epps. We, yeah, sorry, Michael Apps. Um, yeah, we just had Michael Epps on. You know, you're Michael also Mike Epps. Mike Epps. <laughs> Mike. Epps. Michael, we called him Michael. Um, yeah. Mike Epps. We just had Mike Epps on. You're also from Indiana, and Freddie Gibbs was like, "Am I? Am I from Indiana? I'm from Gary, which anyone, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's a it's a really big difference, right?
1: I think it's fair, yeah, so. I, I met somebody the other day that said they were from the region.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was yeah. like, no, I'm not really from Indiana. I'm from a distant suburb of Chicago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a whole different thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. issue number one, birds. I don't know. We may know. Issue number two, some combination of takis, olives, and <laughs> steak, possibly with hot sauce. I don't really takis. like hot sauce. Why
1: are you talking about takis? Is that the a little Frito chip that's yeah. a big deal yeah.
0: in Texas?
1: Yeah, takis. I don't. I think okay, I, I know what takis are.
0: I might have seen like. There A Taki on the sidewalk or something. I don't know. There's That's where you see Takis.
1: They're always floating around on a breeze. There's a a Taki bag just (laughs) catching a breeze and floating down the sidewalk. There's probably one out in my yard right now, a bag, (laughs) an empty bag
0: of Takis. Takis, olives. Oh, I know where I saw them. I saw them at Aldi the other week, and I was at Aldi. Right at you know like three thirty or something, all the kids are getting out of school and they're just surrounding the taki area. And I was like, "Man, Aldi, why are you selling takies to kids?" That didn't feel right to me. Olives, takies, steak dinners. This is kind of making me want to eat a steak dinner. I'm so I want to hungry. know where the where these where these steaks are coming from. Are these grass fed? That's my You know, like when you go to a steakhouse, do you get a grass-fed steak or is it just your rag corn steak? That's my question.
1: Barley, beer, beer hops. I only eat beef made from hops. Issue
0: number three. Just curious, why is Christmas music a thing? I have not heard too much Christmas music so far this post-Thanksgiving season, um, I do believe I was at a store and they just started jamming it. And, you know, there's some Christmas songs that are pretty hot. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney, possibly by Wings. A lot of people don't know. We have a lot of material on the cutting room floor here at Valley of Dreams. We basically did an entire episode about Christmas music. We crowned Mariah Carey or Darlene Love the Queen of Christmas. Uh, we gave big shout outs to George Michael, etc. But you know, getting getting a little bit more meta, pulling back just a few thousand feet. Why do people listen to this genre of music? Is it just stores, or are there people? Lift drivers. I did have a lift driver who was really jamming uh, Christmas music for unclear reasons. Why on earth is this a thing? Just curious, Phil.
1: Oh man, I don't know. So I got a couple examples to maybe help us think through it a little bit. Okay, I think, um, I know Beatles documentaries out right now and mm. people are mm. reinvigorated about Beatles details. and
0: Eight creation. hour long documentary.
1: <laughs> Eight hour long. But I always think it's really interesting to hear I th- I think there's a quote from John Lennon about well let's do a Christmas song <laughs> or like McCartney was like I'm gonna do a Christmas song
0: yeah and well I'm the, sure they recorded some Christmas songs yeah got they Christmas were
1: songs like I, Happy be... Ag- Happy Christmas yeah War's over you got yeah it. Yeah, yeah yeah um Whoa. but like is it in their contract like I just is something about like we're not gonna give you a deal
0: you mm. got
1: no deal. Unless every Christmas you bang one out, we got a Christmas song. Well the Beatles were pop,
0: right? So Right. You know, and they're they're kind of early big years like your sixty-fours, your sixty-fives. I believe they were dropping, you know, Christmas forty-fives maybe for the fan club. I'm pretty confident that you would be able to find the Beatles. Singing Christmas music in German, since they had a huge German audience. If you right. really wanted to, um, so I guess there's maybe there must be demand, right? If does Drake have a Christmas album?
1: I don't know, but the Killers have ten Christmas songs.
0: Okay, that I <laughs> so there, there is. I don't I kind of believe that. Means. that. <laughs> I mean, have I don't, you listened to the Bob Dylan Christmas album? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> See, there's something like true musicians. Maybe that's the, the sign of me not being a true musician.
0: That you don't that, have a Christmas album?
1: Well, just like on my priority list, theres I don't have a backlog of Christmas melodies
0: <laughs> trying to get out. <laughs> so now I'm kind of having a flashback. I don't know if you ever, if you were around for this, and I don't want to say any names or anything, but I actually, on occasion, did used to perform some Christmas songs at a Christmas party.
1: <laughs> well, I think you might be a true musician, then.
0: <laughs> because it's part of you know, it's part of
1: being. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm 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 hooked into the culture. I, I'm responding. I'm feeling the music spirit.
0: The zeitgeist. <laughs> I'm man. Yeah. All right, I'm going to learn some Christmas songs uh, today.
1: But I don't know any by Drake. What does does Drake have a dedicated? No, I'm just Christmas curious song?
0: since we have this kind of theory. I guess two elements emerging out of our theory. Element number one is that there may be contractual obligations for musicians to participate in this type of thing. Slash, there may just be so much public demand. Excuse me, so much public demand that people feel compelled to record Christmas music. Issue number, or sort of second aspect of this theory is uh, true. Musicians want to talk <laughs> into the zeitgeist, and as a consequence of this, have to produce Christmas albums. And so, my my question is: Does Drake have a Christmas album?
1: Well, there was rumor of him having one back in two thousand fourteen.
0: So, are you googling that? No, I just know
1: that. I just know that's, that just that's just the truth. That's just there. And
0: anyway, it mean, so also he ever- released one to expand a little bit. So Bob Dylan has a Christmas album. Bob Dylan is Jewish. Drake, maybe following in sort of the Dylan. line. I believe Drake is also Jewish um Drake maybe could drop an album of christmas music covering the bob dylan album.
1: Ooh, that's a good idea. We should Yeah, that's a really good idea. Uh along those lines, are you following the Dave Grohl Hanukkah song uh project at all? His daughter I don't, believe I don't know what what her I name is. Yeah. His yeah. daughter has a I I th- think it's her singing for real she has a seemingly an awesome voice oh really but they do um they're not doing uh they're not doing songs about hanukkah they're just doing songs by jewish musicians
0: okay and for hanukkah
1: yeah, during yeah for Hanukkah during Hanukkah, okay. and they're okay. releasing them on YouTube. And there's been some kind of, um, I think Dave has a really long time collaborator who is Jewish, mm-hmm. and that was kind of maybe uh, sparked this project. But mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, it's it's interesting to hear because I don't think Dave Grohl's Jewish. I think he's like, yeah, not Jewish. Yeah. Okay. He's Gentile. Grolean. Yeah. Um, So anyway, yeah. 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 I, people, even Dave Grohl was like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Holiday time. People (laughs) love the holidays.
0: People Mm. love the holidays. You are listening, of course, to Valley of Dreams. This has been the Quick Draw segment. Moving on, the first segment on our program. The Valley of Dreams program, as all of our listeners know, is America's premier music, technology, and lifestyle podcast. We begin every episode with our famous lifestyle quick draw segments. We move on to discuss music. Oh man, music! I you know it's an ongoing thing um, on this podcast. For me personally, I'm not speaking for Phil. I am attempting to engage with contemporary music, not even in a more respectful manner, but in a less guarded manner, um, in a manner that will allow me to actually listen to this music as music rather than as the sort of detached uh, guy who thinks that he's way better than contemporary music. For whatever reason, I decided that I was going to listen to the Silk Sonic Album. It's not really a full length album. It's more of an EP. I believe there are around six or seven songs on this album. An Evening with Silk Sonic. It's introduced by Bootsy Collins from Parliament Funkadelic. The album taps into these really nice 70s Philadelphia soul sounds. So big, gigantic. Strings, things along those lines. It's Bruno Mars, uh, the famous contemporary musician, great singer, great songwriter. He's the type of guy who you bring in when you have someone who can make a hit, but they can't themselves alone make a hit. So, your Gucci Mains. Uh, and he did that song with CeeLo. <clears throat> he is joined on this album by Anderson .Pock, the fantastic drummer and rapper who i guess now he was always sort of semi-famous and now he's definitely very 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 famous. I think that this album was pretty good. I did not like the single Leave the Door Open that much. I think it's really, you know, like a nice Recreation of this genre of music, but I wasn't convinced that it added anything new. And, you know, maybe that's a, a good thing or a bad thing. It can kind of lead us back in the direction of this music, which we may have overlooked. Thinking more broadly about the zeitgeist um, and where this album fits, I'm curious how this fits into things like. The weekend and other music, very popular contemporary music, which seems to rely very heavily on the sounds of the 1970s and 1980s. Is this nostalgia? Is it uh, some sort of new, interesting recycling and repackaging? What is up with this stuff, the Silk Sonic, The Weekend, the stuff that when I hear it sounds sort of... Uh, like it is nostalgia in music form. Phil? (laughs) You you like these prompts? (laughs)
1: This is a a very dense prompt. So I also listened to it. uh, Ooh.
0: Which is- What'd you think, man?
1: You know what? I like everything Bruno Mars does.
0: Yeah, okay. I
1: think that might be the case.
0: Does he have just Bruno Mars albums that we can listen to? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and I did a little bit of looking into how big Bruno Mars is. He's one of the biggest uh, selling, most sellingest artists of all time.
0: I he's believe been active.
1: That. He's been active like majorly since 2010, sold okay. over 130 million records.
0: Jeez Louise. Yeah. And this that, is during a period where no one sells anything. You're right. 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 It's him and Nicki Minaj. Okay, are just wow. like
1: blowing it away with album sales. So, what's so, the
0: biggest Bruno Mars thing or song or whatever?
1: Uh, he's got that that one that's like 24k, yeah. that 24k song where he's just talking yeah. about being a diamond. It's that okay. I think it's a Mark Ronson produced
0: track. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's got to be just, him and Mark Ronson, the Uptown Funk, right? Oh, yeah,
1: Uptown that's gotta Funk. It's got to be his biggest. Yeah, that's. Those songs are yeah. just massive, massive. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and again, just, Uptown Funk is like a, you know, it says in its name what it is, right? <laughs> right. And it's a, it's a right. ripoff of music um, from 1976.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. So I, um, that's interesting. I also do like the, I don't think I've ever heard a, and this is probably, probably embarrassing mm. on my end. I don't mm-hmm. know a lot about Big Sean, but uh-huh. I really like the song- um, uh, fly as me—that okay. third song on the Silk Sonic album. Um, mm, it I don't remember is just—it's got kind of just some kind of nice my speed rapping. It's, <laughs> on, <laughs> it's on got the, Big Sean on it. It's got Big Sean on it on okay. the, the third the the final third or two thirds in the way of the the track.
0: You gotta and, gotta check Kanye West breaking down Big Sean's career. Oh, no,
1: I don't want to see it. I just, I'd never really cared about any of that type of rapping before, but for some reason it sounded, it was like, man, you know what? All right. I like this. I didn't really like leave the door open. I don't Mm. really know why that that's such a, maybe it'll get me later. But um, I think it
0: hits so hard because people want different types of music that sound good and that are, can be programmed on contemporary pop radio. I think that's why.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely commentary about how Bruno Mars <clears> was just like, I'm going to crack the massive pop hit code. Yeah, And yeah. he basically just does it now, whatever, whatever he wants. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I got it. I'm going to do it. So um, the nostalgia- it's interesting. You know,
0: it's interesting. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Blah, blah, blah. Like the thinking about the doing it twice with different types of music from the 1970s, the uptown funk. And the door open song, pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, and I don't even know with Bruno if it is a nostalgia Mm. thing. I -hmm. mean, he
0: was—I
1: mean, he's like—I don't know. He's probably. (laughs) On kind of close to our age, probably. Yeah, what were gonna like say? He's seventy eight, eight, eight. years old. <laughs> he's like, this is the um, music he grew up with. It's what he, yeah, he okay. he grew up listening to it from somebody's record collection. But
0: mm. yeah, he's yeah. also
1: from Hawaii, which I yeah. think is amazing. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> like that this is really cool. what Hawaii produces is the biggest hits. Yeah, from the seventies of all time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The biggest hits from the set, well, like the biggest to production. Me, so my question is I don't know, you know, if Leave the Door Open is a number one hit. It's gotta be, I'm sure, top five of the year. Um I'm curious if you drop Leave the Door Open off in uh, 1973, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, if you drop "Leave the Door Open" off in 1973, what happens to it chart-wise and in terms of popularity and cultural relevance?
1: Well, let's let's talk about what was hot in 1973. Okay. So you got. Let's see. What do we to look? Would look here. I'm just going to thisdayinmusic.com. Yeah, yeah.
0: 1970.
1: You. you got Zach Foley.
0: Had, okay. i don't know who that
1: is uh right sorry neither do i what, did um, you
0: say 70 or 73 1970 that.
1: 1971 okay. you got jeff barrow unclear <laughs> you 1972 you got frank Wright. i don't know a ton about what's going on <laughs> apparently <Right>. i'm <laughs> on, guessing on, these are all kind of like day.
0: soft singer songwriters that's mm-hmm. what i'm taking away from these names yeah, um, i don't know any of those artists
1: yeah, and so that was just this day in music. Who knows what... What okay. well, can we get, like, a um, top five? Let me see. Let's go back like, the 1970s um, top five musicians, <laughs> <laughs> top five albums. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here.
0: Well, because the OJs so- aren't going to be on there. I, the OJs would be their biggest competitor. Yeah, let's see what we got here. You
1: got... Keep talking. Keep riffing for a second while I get some of this stuff pulled up. Okay. Um,
0: okay. okay. So we
1: got... <laughs> oh, the internet's really failing me now. But, um, okay, so you got the OJs. You uh-huh. got... Let's see what else is going on.
0: All right, let me get on still got the still Beatle,
1: the, the Beatles hanging around still. You got... Um, Top five albums, 1973.
0: 1973. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Um, Ah. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Midnight Train to Georgia. Brother Mm -hmm. Louie, Long Train Running. Shambhala, Ramblin' Man. Right Place, Wrong Time. Might have been a right place. Might have been a wrong. That Lady Parts 1 and 2, Isley Brothers. Uh, could be what did you um, look up? I just googled 1973 top hits,
1: okay? Because Dark Side top of the hits. Moon came out in <laughs> 1973, <laughs> Houses of the Holy, which I know uh, is one of uh, your major uh, uh, bangers. Uh,
0: oh, I love Houses of the Holy,
1: <laughs> Quadrophenia 73.
0: Wow, wow. Um, okay, Goodbye,
1: yellow brick road, the sand on the run. This is a, oh, weird, time. This
0: is
1: a oh, weird time,
0: Ringo Starr's photograph album.
1: Oh my God! Total oh, hit.
0: Shout so, out to everyone listening to the Valley of Dreams <laughs> podcast. I think it's <laughs>
1: insufferable. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, you yeah. made it this far into life. Where are you at with the weekends? People love um, Canadian music nowadays.
1: <laughs> they really do. They really do. I yeah. I think everything I've ever heard, yeah, is good. So, yeah. I'm a big fan. I don't know if it's so good that it's Super Bowl halftime worthy, but it is good. It's pretty whack. It was not something I wanted to see. I thought I think The Weeknd is great, but I just don't know if it's Super Bowl halftime. Were you able to see like Uncut Gems?
0: Off. Did you see Uncut Gems?
1: Yeah, I did. The okay.
0: uh, Adam Sandler vehicle and The Weeknd. And The Weeknd. Adam yeah. Sandler and The Weeknd vehicle. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if the Adam Sandler like this? this uh, I mean maybe there's just nowhere left to go in music because it seems like we're music is kind of pulling us into like house and techno seem to have a lot to say in contemporary music uh, dubstep is dead but seems to still have a huge impact or at least to my ear on mm-hmm. what music sounds like the whole XX Drake thing Seems to have that sound is really big, and I would put the weekend um, in that category, at least by my listening, uh, with a little bit more of a Michael Jackson, I guess, twist to it. Is music just dead and we should accept it, or is this <laughs> Kid all really, A
1: killed everything?
0: Kid A killed everything.
1: <laughs> That's what everything. I blame it all on Kid A. My guess it's is like, that all we don't music, need new music, we don't yeah. need new music. That's it, it's done.
0: My guess is that all of this is really good, and I just am an idiot.
1: Nah, nah. I think, ah, no, no. It's all really good. You're going to like some of it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) You just need to be awash in it. Keep going.
0: (laughs) I'm going to immerse myself. That's my goal here. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Valley of Dreams America's premier music, technology, and lifestyle podcast. I am Daniel, joined here, as always, by Phil. Let's talk tech. The holiday season, as we have discussed, is upon us. Uh, Hanukkah hit really early this year. Thanksgiving is long past us. Christmas, the new year, they are all in the future. Uh various other holidays. It is the holiday season. Where are we at as tech people, as people who know tech, as people who are trendsetters in the technology industry? Where are we at with tech gifts for the holidays? Perhaps technology is not appropriate as a gift for a holiday. Perhaps the technology that we give should be simpler technology. A wheel fire.
1: <laughs> yeah, a wheel is is I'm serious. My son all he wants are wheels
0: for Ooh. Christmas.
1: Or whatever. Ooh. He wants wheels. No matter the no matter the format, no matter <laughs> the size, no matter he just wants wheels.
0: Okay. Okay. He's wheel. What his, what's, his, what's his favorite wheel?
1: He is in love with the wheel hmm. on a small uh, doll-sized um, bassinet, like a mobile. <laughs> mobile, like you put a kid inside a stroller. It's like yeah. a, it's it's a stroller that's made for a doll, but okay. he wants to push it, and he doesn't even really want to push it. He wants to knock it over and then just yeah, yeah. slap the wheels and just and watch t- him
0: spin. Watch him turn. Yep. I'm just yep. sitting here watching the wheels go around round.
1: <laughs> That's exactly. Oh, my God. These yeah, babies, he wants wheels. Man.
0: Yeah. Would you if you could time travel, I guess time travel isn't really how it works. If you could be transported into the body of a baby, would you do it? And if so, how old would that baby be?
1: I would transport right now. I would do it into a one year old. I just feel like, let me just check this out for just a second. Like I get to keep my current uh, understanding of the world. Yeah. I just want to see like what the world looks like, what's going on, how people are treating me. I can't talk though. I just, I'm (laughs) I'm just, I had a friend, his baby was born.
0: Yeah. This, this baby was born maybe five, six years ago. And I said to the baby as it was, In baby form, I said, listen, baby, remember this because I'm going to ask you about this later Uh on. And I want to know what you're thinking about right now, what you're dreaming about right now, and what your experiences are. I confronted this child five years later. I sat him down. I said, listen, I had a conversation with you when you were a baby. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm following through on this right now. He didn't know what I was talking about.
1: I know. He didn't I remember anything. I would love to know didn't what it was like just to get a taste of what it was like when <laughs> no memories are forming. It's <laughs> like there's no – you're only living in the moment. There's no reflection. You're not really ever reflecting on anything. You're right. just like, are 100%. you not? Are you not? Or I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you are. Maybe you're constant. Maybe you're more stuck in reflection than you've ever been in your life. Maybe that's why you learn so quickly when you're little is because you're 100% <laughs> stuck in the past, constantly <laughs> reflecting. But there's so little to reflect on that you can really just <laughs> zoom in on it. You know what I'm saying? Wheel, 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 wheel. 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 Did wheel. Do you remember that wheel? Oh my oh, God! Did you, you see, that see wheel? this
0: wheel? I saw. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Oh man, this is we're killing this technology. So, <laughs> uh, gift wise, so I have you'll see in the show notes this wired heavily sponsored gift guide. <laughs> I'm not even sure <laughs> if it's a gift guide or just a. It's more of an advertisement than a gift guide, um, which I respect. Um, and I kind of want to go through a few of these gifts and see what Phil thinks. Uh, TV. No. LG. Who wants a TV?
1: That <laughs> was like, what? It's
0: a $2,000 TV for Christmas. No. You can buy a TV for about 200 bucks nowadays. Yeah. Um, headphones. Noise. <gasps> Possibly, no, I don't know. I, those look pretty nice. I think headphones is a good Christmas present because I people agree. use headphones, and a nice pair of headphones is a fantastic thing.
1: I like the yeah. idea of hey, I'm going to listen yeah. to this specific music or podcast with these headphones because it's just different than listening to it <laughs> through other headphones. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm not looking for the best. I'm just like, yeah. I just want to hear what this engineering team came up yeah. with. Yeah.
0: What does Valley Experience. of Dreams sound like through exactly. audio Technica? What does it sound like through Beats? Right. There's more That's what bass. I'm about. What yeah. does it sound like through the Apple AirPods? These, man, yeah. I got to tell yeah. you. That's what right. I want. So I think earphones, good present. Uh, this is such a fascinating list because it begins with such a garbage option of giving someone a $2,000 TV for Christmas. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. And then it's got this Moog Sound Studio Power Trio thing that seems to be some sort of technology from 1968, 1969, probably with all sorts of digital components added to it. I you know, I'm not going to read the description here, but when I look at this and I see this Moog device with all of these knobs and wires, that's what I want for Christmas. Look, $2000 at, the at price. Guitar Center. $2000 at Guitar Center.
1: It looks like something that would cost either $20. Yeah. Because it looks like it could be like an Erector set.
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, or like
1: some, for the kids, it looks like something that is a Nobody hobby. Else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just like, like oh, this is going to teach you about plugging cords into <laughs> other places where cords go. But no, yeah, yeah. it's a $2,000 <laughs> sound studio. But you That's know what? You're
0: a- I look at it and I like it. And I'm really rich and I'm only around really rich people. So they might say, you know what? 2000 it for this thing, whatever it is. It looks cool. He should have it. Oh. Do you, are you following
1: or do you follow the Euro rack scene? So like uh, this really kind of very similar to what we're, we're, we're talking about here, where it's just like little modules that you – string together to create music with or create sounds and noise collages with. But anyway, a friend of ours no. claims uh-huh. that he may have spent the same amount of money that you would spend on a nice used Honda Civic
0: <laughs> <laughs> on this Eurorack uh, stuff. And I used he to learned- have a nice used Honda Civic.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Keep going. What else we got here? What, Euro rack? What is it? It is uh, just like little musical console hardware that fits inside. It's a format of like a physical format that yeah. uh, DJs and mm. electronic musicians use. It's, mm. I don't really know. Mm. it's like... Uh, Modular synthesizers. How about that? That's a good, probably the gotcha. phrase I'm looking okay. for. modular
0: synthesizers.
1: Modular okay. synthesizer is what I'm looking for. There you go.
0: I'll look into it. I, I think mean, you could get, in, a, a, you a, could get a, into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I want to say one last thing. This wired list also just has a fanny pack on it. So it has a $35 <laughs> fanny uh-huh. pack, which is kind of high for a fanny pack. In addition to this $2,000 Moog thing, if you were buying tech for someone for the holiday season, would it just be the Aura Ring? Yes.
1: Yes. I'd get everybody an Aura Ring. I'd just be like, hey, look, I really want to, to, to be able to talk about at length about our recovery mm. scores. I want to yep. know. I want to talk about how nobody I know can really explain the importance of heart rate variability to me. <laughs> I think and why it's why I should care. But I yeah, dude, the Oral Ring, I'm excited to get my aura ring too. I think I had also I had a really good time recently on an electric bicycle. And I thought yeah. I was going to hate it. I thought I was yeah. going to absolutely hate it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But
1: it was very, it seems scary. like it's a very mature industry. <laughs> <laughs> you have to really be able to. You're like, I'm not going to ride a recumbent, but I'll ride an electric bike where everything's I'd just r- kind of extra a thick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A friend of ours owns an electronic bicycle, and I have seen him just jet off on it, and it's a little weird. Good, yeah. but it's a little, it's a little disturbing to me. I would buy everyone a Fender Blues Junior amplifier. Oh, if I, that's that's good, what I would buy. That's a good
1: gift. Yeah. Oh, everybody yeah. should have one of those. Yeah.
0: Well, we have broken down the technology of the season. I think people are going to walk away from this fairly well informed about what <laughs> they should do for their. Holiday. Oh yeah, no, you know
1: the Blues Junior. It's been around for like I don't know forty years. Or <laughs> how long has a Blues <laughs> Junior been around?
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe 50, if I had to guess. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's the hottest (laughs) gift of the season. I am Daniel, joined here, as always, by Phil. This, of course, has been Valley of Dreams, America's premier music technology and lifestyle podcast. We will see you on the next episode.